you guys, I'm so nervous about getting some details wrong because I'm going to like correct the Bible a bunch (laughs) and that's dangerous because I'm not a Bible scholar. I don't think at this point anybody is listening to our (laughs) podcast for biblical scholarship. You'd be surprised. There's going to be somebody who's like, ah, oh man. Hey, that person, if you're like, ah, please let us know. Yeah. Tweet us. We're not recording. recording. We haven't done the podcast yet. Well, Alan wants this shit for the pre-roll things. Stardust. No, but Stardust. Welcome to the King James Virgin, where each and every week, Alan and Adam recount stories from the Bible from their childhood. Damn it. Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam tell me stories from the Bible. I've never heard them before. I'm Nick. I'm Alan. And I'm Adam. So uh, this is one of those stories uh, that I'm a little nervous about doing. Well, it's kind of a, we're doing a collection of stories, right? Yeah, well, it's from, uh, it's from the book of Daniel. But um, not. But not the whole book. And not Daniel and Revelation. We're saving Revelations. For our Revelation seminar. Yeah. Uh, seminar series. Yeah, but. um so Daniel, I don't know. I'm going to be correcting the Bible a little bit. And since I'm not a biblical scholar, I'm apprehensive at best. Uh, and you can tell that Alan is serious on this episode because he has two books in front of him. Yeah. My reference uh, book is actually thicker than my Bible. Wait, yeah. Is your reference book have a, is that Lord of the Rings? I was just going to say, it looks like a Lord <laughs> of the Rings fantasy map. Yeah, no, this, uh, let's see. It has one fantasy map. Check the Instagram to see a photo of this map. Cause it, it looks, there's uh, more than one map in this what chapter. Is the damn, what is the damn, uh, Lord of the Rings? Tolkien S. Yeah. What's the Tolkien Two world maps? called? Middle earth. Middle earth. Looks like middle earth. Well, it's just cause it's a black and white map. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Probably, uh, yeah. So this map is showing uh, Arabia, the new Babylonian Empire, Syria, uh, etc. It's that, just the the Middle East. That's fair. Ah, Middle East, Middle Earth. Huh? Oh shit! Not, not at all. But still. at all, just that's coincidence. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, how do we start this thing? So Daniel, for one, uh, in, in my reread this uh, today and yesterday, and um, it's awful it's poorly written <laughs> it was my least favorite read so far uh, that hurts for you because some of these you've like found yourself defending a still little bit. job beautiful <laughs> right. poetry um which is brings me to an interesting point about daniel is it's set to take place during the babylonian exile yes. of the jewish nation yes um which is roughly like six i think like 600 bc okay um but most scholars, probably not most scholars, many scholars uh, and historians, a, at least a scholar, including Alan. <laughs> well, no, and okay. Asimov, Asimov, <laughs> in Asimov's Guide to the Bible. Yeah, we're re- Alan is referencing. I don't think we actually said the title of the book. It's this is Isaac Asimov, as in iRobot, the Foundation series, like massive sci-fi writer, did a a book, uh, uh, a secular book about the Bible. Yes, uh, so. Asimov and scholars think that instead of being written in 600, 
it was written in about 165 BC. Oh, so super accurate. Mm. Which would be like us writing about the Mayflower. Yep. No, no. Uh, yes. This is crazy. Actually, Four, 400 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it was written in uh, like the wrong language and the, the author got a lot of stuff wrong about what should have been taking place in 600, mm-hmm. but like nailed the details of what was taking place in the Greek period in like 165. So this is like an early case of that Oprah book club thing where <laughs> that guy was on who ended up lying to everybody. Is that the one with the sprinkles on the cover? Yep. Yeah. I remember that. A million, a million little pieces, tiny pieces, a million Reese's pieces. Yeah. You guys know that I literally, the only thing that I can tie to the Oprah book club <laughs> is the secret. Nope. Not that one. Cool. No, that is, one is verifiably do you, true. Do you get a car? <laughs> it's, it's as true as you make it. Yeah. Spoiler. Oh, that is such a good like system. It's only as good as you make it because mm-hmm. then the onus falls completely on you yep. to, to make. I, oh, so I guess it's a little bit like faith. So, yeah, it's, it's poorly written. Uh, and Asimov says it's odd that Daniel should be so correct in his view of what to him was the future and so hazy about his view of what was to him the present. The, the thing about a lot of Christians is they say that he was super accurate about the future because he was having visions and predicting the future. Right. But that doesn't explain why he was so bad at like present <laughs> politics and details. He just wasn't living in the present, man. He's living in the future. Yeah. So he got a bunch of kings wrong. The or, The order of the kings was wrong. The order of really? people who invaded is wrong. Wow. Because, you know, even in written in 165, they didn't have super accurate history books. Sure of 600 whereas we, now like we we've done all the archaeology we've compared texts in different languages we know more accurately now what happened in 600 bc hmm, anyway that's interesting it's fascinating yeah. yeah uh but like the second you know that it wasn't written by a guy named daniel um it's just well that's gonna like just <laughs> rip people apart when they get to genesis then yeah and and actually um they think that daniel was a real person well, that's or like a folklore, you know, like a, a, a collection a, of people. A, what's the guy with the big axe in Paul America? Bunyan? Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Or like a Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. Um, Daniel but, was a Johnny obviously, but probably Appleseed lived of. in the time of like Noah and Job, like way, Whoa, way, that's way back. Yeah. Cause Daniel's like placed kind of, 600. Yeah. Much later. Babylonian yeah. exile. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so just all of that aside, Nick, <laughs> what, do, what do you know about the story of Daniel? Uh, nothing. I know a Daniel Tiger and a damn Daniel and that's it. Damn Daniel. And I've not even seen the damn Daniel thing. I just know it exists. Oh, really? It's delightful. It is delightful. Uh, what's the Daniel Tiger? Uh, character in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, of course. Little puppet. Daniel, I didn't remember that. I forgot that. Mm -hmm. So Adam. Yeah. How long has it been since you thought about the story of Daniel? So uh, this one's interesting to me because I, I don't think I've actually, these stories feel older to me in in my own like history of them so i i'm a little nervous about what i remember for them we'll see how this actually goes uh because no it's been a minute i I definitely agree that the two main stories from this were definitely like stories you tell little kids yeah definitely little and they're very then there's more side stories that i remember from being a little and i don't think i'm gonna get most of those well We'll uh let's find out do you want to kind of Set some yeah. So um, it's the Babylonian exile, and uh, Jerusalem has been ransacked and captured by the Babylonians. I believe Nebuchadnezzar. 
There was is, is Nebuchadnezzar one of those things where there's like there's multiple Nebuchadnezzars, just different flavors. No, Nebuchadnezzar is one is person. a solo singular. Okay. Xerxes, I believe, which is not in the story at all. There are multiple Xerxes, and there have probably been very few Nebuchadnezzars after. Which is like of the names to like not so good. Like, why would you not call your kid Nebuchadnezzar? So good. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the H W Bush right. or W Bush. There's right. just one Nebuchadnezzar, or the, like the billion Georges in you know, King George's. <laughs> Um, so when they sacked Jerusalem and the temple, they also took, one of the first things they took were the handsome, smart, upper-class kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's the, it's the, uh, uh, what we did with, oh, what was the project that where we took all the Nazi, uh, scientists to make, the, uh, Operation the, Paperclip? Yes, Operation Paperclip of the Jerusalem. Sure. Except these kids weren't Nazis. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. They were Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Poor example. <laughs> Talking about Jerusalem. Yeah. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. it's, it's it, it could be considered poor taste. I do think that the comparison, though, is is sort of apt. And uh, these children from Jerusalem went on to get us to the moon. Yes. Anyway, so uh, we took a bunch of the and it literally says uh, uh, young men with no blemish, good looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand who had the ability to serve in the king's palace. Damn. They're very specific about these young. No blemishes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was exactly what I was thinking too. No teenage acne. These are yeah. boys and girls? It really just talks about guys. Okay, that's, I, as soon as they started talking about no blemishes. Chances are they're going to lop their, young boys. Chances are they're going to lop their balls off though because like there are a lot of eunuchs. We got Bible. some eunuchs coming. Oh, man, I don't remember all this, the eunuch talk from childhood i feel like there was a lot of brushing over of eunuchs yeah totally <laughs> they didn't want to have to explain that yeah the birds and the bees are one thing but like the weird thing eunuchs. is like we, they, eunuchs were talked a lot around uh singing that the castrat is a castrati what they call the, yeah. the 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 boy singers who <laughs> get castrated so that they can sing high forever yeah uh that was referenced a lot in my childhood i'm gonna say my childhood was not did not include that it's very yeah. strange I, maybe it's just one music oh teacher. that's actually uh 21 pilots are castrati they're not oh, christian that but they are sense. yeah that, that tracks so adam <laughs> yes these smart good-looking children uh yes. boy children have, yes are in babylon yes do you know what comes next no <laughs> oh hold on yes i do oh is this the diet yes the daniel oh okay so uh daniel uh, is kind of like, separates himself from the pack because, and he gives uh, credit to both his faith in God, but then also this insane diet that he has. Uh, I the only thing I remember is there's you're like on the right tra- trajectory, but let's see how you get there. Well, all I remember from it is there's like he eats pulse, which is never really explained to what pulse is. Yet you remember because it's like I kept asking, what is pulse? Because so, I, here's the thing. I wanted to game the system and go like this work for Daniel. What is pulse? I will eat pulse for breakfast. So, Adam, here's the thing that's going to blow your mind. Oh, God, because I was raised in the same religion you were, yeah. which was very diet conscious. Yes. And the Daniel diet was a thing. It okay. was it was basically a raw <laughs> diet. OK, it was vegetables, uh, specifically like raw, a lot of like nuts, uh-huh. grains, yep. vegetables, um, it was very specific as to what the Daniel diet was. Would you like to know what's actually specified in the Bible? Yes, I would love to. Vegetables and water. So broth? Like no, just vegetable, like, like eat vegetables, drink water. <laughs> Somehow our religion turned <laughs> like it into add, this like. So is there nothing about pulse in there? No. 
What the fuck? <laughs> no, no. This That's is th- why nobody ever answered you. You were asking a question that didn't have people an, are like looking at me like I'm an insane yeah. person. It had no basis in the Bible. So what happened? Do you remember the thing about Pulse though? Not specifically. What the fuck? Grains and stuff. So when the handsome smart boys were captured, yeah. <laughs> they were allowed to eat, eat from the king's table, yes. drink the king's wine. It was like this really like lavish. And most of the kids just went hog wild and Dan was like, uh-uh, I'm going to eat this fancy meal. And that's what kept him like sharp and focused. Sort of. So the um, he befriended the head eunuch. <laughs> of course. Pun not intended. And uh, asked to have a separate diet from what was provided to them. Right. And the eunuch was like, well, the king's going to be pissed if you guys look terrible mm-hmm. right weak and 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 he said if the, if i look bad or something like that you can blame it'll, me or something it'll make me look bad and so dan was like all right let us do it for 10 days if we don't look better then we'll go back to the other diet is it he shadrach meshach and abednego doing it correct got it uh um, also great names shadrach meshach and abednego do you mean yeah wow i could not i, I felt like my brain just stopped <laughs> like i was with you with you with so you and then daniel uh-huh name no has has continued on <laughs> okay keep going but no oh what is his real name daniel's his jewish name fuck what's his it's Babylonian daniel name? hananiah michelle and azariah mine are better <laughs> daniel was given the name belteshazzar that's right he's belteshazzar to hananiah shadrach to michelle meshach and to azariah abednego, abednego. okay I mean, they're great. But they, well, they were given, they were given like Babylonian yeah, names. I get it. Which are all referencing their gods. I get it. I just don't like when books do this. Well, and the, <laughs> the, the thing that makes the book of Daniel hard to read for me is they keep like switching, telling names. you no, uh, the, like through the whole book, yeah. they will be like Daniel, also who was called Belteshazzar. Oh, that's even worse. Really oh, hate when books do so that. That's really annoying. interesting because like in the storytelling, they Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are are you, you they use their babylonian names but daniel is always daniel is always his jewish name is always used correct or hebrew name i guess in this case probably because this is written by a guy 400 <laughs> years later <laughs> yeah yeah and uh the interesting thing is um, I'd, I'd have to look it up but asimov says that like two of the friends names are like actual babylonian names that are referencing like you know like in charge of this god and whatever but i think it's meshach is just like a name the author probably thought sounded Babylonian. I mean, Shadrach, uh, Meshach, like he just like changed the first. Like Abednego is like <laughs> obeying Nego, the god. Oh. But like Meshach is just like, that sounds Babylonian. Let's go with it. That's amazing. Huh. Anyway. It's so like it, it's like when somebody tries, when like somebody racist tries to add O to something to make it sound Spanish. Sure. Okay. It's just like that. <laughs> All right. And so they do this diet for 10 days and it turns out. Oh, that the, they're far like f- like far and above look much better than the <laughs> other kids who have just been eating like eating alcohol and raw meat yeah. for the last 10 days. Full of blemishes now. Yeah. Covered in blemishes. They um, look so good. In fact, that I mean, I'm assuming they're just like raised to the front of the class and like, well, yeah, but the and, uh, and, they, like featured in like the like the king is like the whatever they're feeding these guys feed the rest of them. Totally. Okay. Yeah. It, mm. it lost all the wine and meat for the rest of the crew. Yeah. So everybody else is pissed that now they're having to eat vegetables Probably. and water. Right. Yeah. Probably. Well, 400 years later. <laughs> so that's how we start out the story, Daniel. Yeah. Being a picky eater. You know, okay. and part of this, like, you know, because... We've gotten into like none of the stories so far. Well, part it's of this, like, the our, our denomination being so health conscious, like I think that was 
part of the reason this was hit on so hard. There's a good chance that none of our listeners have like heard this story. And this is just something that like we grew up with. Well, that that is a very specific and small portion of this story to just totally. like, I mean, if you're if you are looking for something yeah. and you find that thing, you're you going to latch just, onto it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say I was like I did the Daniel diet for two weeks in high school as like a class project. Oh, my God. I did feel great. Did you like really, <laughs> really good? And all your blemishes went away. Did you make a poster board and like stand in front of it and gaze upon me? Probably. I have I have been eating the Daniel it's diet. Like him in front of a like a three a trifold poster board. It for wasn't a a, yeah, that's what I. That's it what wasn't I'm a poster yeah. board class. It was more like a, a creative essay class. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for the teacher. That there are no charts. Okay, <laughs> so if it was a creative essay class, I just wouldn't have done. Just wrote about it. <laughs> bad student. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did feel fantastic. All right, so uh, they've been learning, yeah, being schooled. <laughs> yes, I don't know where we're going. You with really this. don't know the story, do no, you? No, I have no idea what's going okay, next. Well, I'll lead you a little. So next is Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Okay, okay, which is really so what here's gives, the thing. It gives Daniel a leg. All up. of these stories were siloed as a kid, so I don't actually know the chronological. I'll give you the chapter headings then. Okay, perfect. So Nebuchadnezzar has a dream. That's the foundation of this whole thing. That is what I already said. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Where he envisions this giant statue. And in all of the picture books growing up, it is a a statue of himself. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's canon. That's just in the picture books. The picture they add is a picture of a statue of Nebuchadnezzar. Well, Nebuchadnezzar can't remember his own dream. So right. Oh, that's right. So he brings Daniel in to tell him. No, he brings all his people in. He has a dream. Can't remember it. He tells his his eunuchs, presumably. I can't remember this dream. Find every all of my wise people, bring them in here and have them interpret my dream so that he brings them all in. All the, the, the wise people being called the magicians, the yeah. astrologers, the sorcerers and the Chaldeans to have them interpret the dream. I can't remember. Not this, only interpret. No, so like he, they think they're coming in to interpret it for. Him. Yes. He's like, what did I dream? And they're like, we're happy to interpret it if you just tell us <laughs> what the dream is. And he's like, what use are you if you can't tell me what this thing is? Uh-huh. Daniel then pops up and he's like, I remember the dream. Or know the dream? <laughs> no, it's... Okay, well, I'll interject a little <laughs> bit. So they keep having this back and forth, which is in the Bible, where uh, they're like, yeah, totally. Tell Just us tell your us dream. dream is. We'll interpret it. And he's like, no, you tell me my dream and interpret it. And they keep going back and forth with that. And then finally, he's like, you shall be cut into pieces and your houses shall be made into an ash heap. Wow. And so that order goes out and they start killing magicians. <laughs> and and apparently Chaldeans. I'm assuming that's just a race of people. Yeah, that's another one. Of, using that word is another thing that like. Dates but why wouldn't they just lie to him and say, uh, "Your dream was that um, right. you gave us all raises, and the and interpretation is that you should do that." <laughs> so, uh, so valid start, question. They start destroying all the wise men of Babylon. Totally appropriate reaction, and I mean, firing them seems like a, a reasonable reaction. This seems like a little over. But I the mean, captain of the king's guard comes to Daniel, yeah, to kill him. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's Wait, like, "Daniel's one of the wise men. Yeah, he's considered a magician. They they like raised up enough. But what what track do you start as like Jewish slave and end in magician? Well, they stole like the like the handsome smart kids, right, to train them. In Got the it. Court. So anybody handsome and smart is, all, is now a magician. Yes. Got it. <laughs> yes, or a Chaldean. I don't know. Fair enough. Uh, so the king of the, the, the chief of the guards comes to kill Daniel and his friends. And Daniel's like, why don't I give it a whack? 
Daniel has this idea. Uh-huh. It's like, I will just tell him a fucking dream. And how about you not kill me? Right. And I'll at least give it a whack. Yeah. So he goes in there and tells him this dream. I should say that growing up, it was never contested whether or not Daniel actually. No, God gave him the dream. Correct. God told him. God gave him the dream. Okay. So he goes. Like, goes Daniel's all about giving credit to God. Right. So he walks into the into Nebuchadnezzar's thing, goes like, okay, I had the dream last night. Here's what you, what you dreamed. And he goes, he dreamed of a giant statue. Uh, and it was a head of gold, chest of silver, thighs of iron, bronze. Ooh, ooh, oh, no, you're, you're really close. <laughs> uh, head of gold, chest and arms of silver, silver. belly and thighs. Belly and thighs of bronze, Correct. legs of iron. Nailing it. And then wow. feet. Uh, well, this is, this is the damn... Like, yeah, it yeah. was important. And then feet of mixed iron and clay. Nailed it. Okay. Anyway, he see, and, like, and in his image. Uh, I don't know or, if that's actually true. Just, okay. That's in my picture books. Got it. Uh, but the giant statue is of these like separate uh-huh. metals and materials. Yeah. And then uh, a giant rock. And it's always it, like looks like an asteroid uh, comes and hits the feet. And the whole thing just shatters. Okay. Did I get the whole dream? And then the rock. Kind of oh yeah, then the rock grows and grows and grows and, and into and uh, that takes over the whole world. Correct. That's what it is. Very good. Okay, <laughs> Daniel. At this point, that'd be a terrifying dream. I mean, yeah. Well, it seems like one you would remember. Sure does. I mean, it's no like uh, just wearing underpants in your elementary school, <laughs> right? But I had a, this. I had this reoccurring dream when I was a kid that I would there was like armageddon was had happening outside my house and my dad and i were in the street my dad was like had his arms held behind his back and his gang of kids would dump crude oil down my throat and i like wake up terrified still don't know what it means hmm. where's daniel for my dream yeah my reoccurring dream is uh i'm in like no, a- this was as a kid i haven't had it so oh, I, I still have this one where i'm i'm always uh in an out of control car but i'm in the back seat Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. My childhood recurring dream was that I was at my grandparents' house walking down the driveway and they had like a lower garage, like, you know, yeah. farther down from the house. And as I was walking down the driveway, the garage like door would open and the count from Sesame Street would beckon <laughs> in going, ah, 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 <laughs> like beckon me in. Damn. As someone who is currently watching a lot of Sesame Street. That sounds delightful. <laughs> oh, no, I was terrified of the count. Uh, the count's always been my favorite. Uh, a lot of people's favorite. You're he's a fucking yours. vampire. He is a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a count. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, With sharp teeth. Vampirism is implied. <laughs> he, he changes into bats. That's a thing. Not, uh, so I, I will say he's, not in current Sesame Street. Oh, he's also. Yeah, they he removed is, the fangs and the ability to turn into a bat. He wears wingtips now. Hmm. Like shoes? You see his legs sometimes. Oh. Uh. There's like a dance segment. Elmo <laughs> dances. Okay. Okay. Also, it should. He is out during the day in all of them. Like it's not night. When uh, you- not in the current segment. It's like a taped segment and there's no, it's no natural light. Oh. Yeah. I will say the number of the day today was zero <gasps> and it really threw me off. You can't do that to kids. Yeah. The placeholder integer of the day. Yeah. And then, a number. and then there were zero cookies for Cookie Monster. Ah! So he ate the plate. Uh, no! This is teaching kids also. Sesame Street has changed. So, not in our dreams, but yeah, in Nebuchadnezzar's dream. dream. Yeah, sorry, let's get back to the Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> There's a so, giant, giant, giant statue. statue. Mixed, mixed metals and materials. I like how we went on a tangent of, I have dreams too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listeners, please uh, at us with please your reoccurring child. No, I'm actually genuinely <laughs> yeah, interested. Fine. That's a good point. Yeah, please do. I want your reoccurring dreams and night or or nightmares. Mm-hmm. If they're good enough, we'll also, nice if anybody them. out there can remember the dream I had two nights ago, yep. let me know. And interpretation. Yeah. And if anyone has a reoccurring positive dream, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's not fair. So, uh, and this is where things are going to get a little weird uh, because I'm just going to start mixing Bible and my denominations interpretations. Every denomination has a different interpretation on the statue and the fact that it was probably written by a person that was from 160 versus 600 right means that they were probably it was probably oh, that a, totally changes the it, impression yeah of it this. was probably a metaphor like a, a like a veiled poke at the current seleucids yeah. who are the the people who are actually oppressing the jews at the time right yeah so it's it's all over the place oh, so this is like during the maccabee era sure Interesting. The Seleucids were the ones that were like heavily um, oppressing. Right, right, right. This is like the, when the Greeks were, and then the, the Maccabees fought, and there's like the pile of people. And R- cool. Rome was just starting to rise to power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, Dana goes, this is what the dream means. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are the gold head, and the silver uh, chest and arms are the next uh, global kingdom mm-hmm. essentially that's going to take over mm-hmm. you and then below that's the next one the next one the next one and so and so and so in growing up our inter like the interpretation that was told us is the next is the medes and the persians who do in fact take over uh well all they did is they just kind of overlaid history uh-huh. so medes and the persians the greeks the romans and then modern europe are the feet uh the wow. mixed like iron and clay feet mm-hmm. are the ideas that it's no not just one a uh, kind of global empire. It's this like fiefdom of little countries okay. is that's the, that was the interpretation. And again, I don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously they didn't have the Romans even in the time that this was supposedly written. Uh, so I don't know how far that he actually gets in the interpretation more than it just like these are the, right. I was going to say biblically, history. it wouldn't say, and the feet are the Europeans, right? Yeah. yeah and and, then, and, and I mean, if it did, <laughs> I feel like this yeah. would give it a lot more credibility. Yeah. yeah. In Asimov's thing, they say they were likely talking about still starting from Babylon with the gold and then going through, but, but smaller things that we just have left out of history. Mm. So like, um, like Rome had not happened yet. Right. So it would be like, uh, you know, I, so so rather than saying that this is stuff that's yet to come, they would they actually gave interpretation it was, to everything. It was kind of poking at the current leadership where there were like strong kings and weak kings, and that was uh, the clay feet. Got it. Um oh, and then that's the, what they were supposedly like. I see. It was like a modern political commentary. Yeah, yeah. Then the rock coming down. I grew up the same as you though, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I mean, to a certain extent, like that makes more sense as far as a global Num- like, a, like from a, from a global perspective, that actually like chronologically makes sense. Yeah, they didn't they didn't know what was past Italy at this point, right? Um, but the the giant rock that hits the feet shatters the whole thing and then grows to particular is is theoretically at that point the kingdom of God. That would be God coming back and cleansing the earth and taking over, which is what we grew up with, yes. where it was more likely a reestablishment of the Jewish nation. Ah. That, that's what they're hoping that for. would track more with everybody else's hmm. belief. So in we're stepping a little bit into our Daniel and revelation thing. Um, but, uh, this story specifically plays very heavily into, uh, kind of like end time stuff okay. for, uh, yeah, for, the, remember the rock. Yeah. For Christians. Yeah. D- Daniel, um, starts really going into like the apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. 
and, and then more the events that lead to the apocalypse. Lovely. And you start getting people who start to start the, the, all of the like predicting the future and predict predicting like when God will come back starts with Daniel and revelation and those type of things. So you get into the, the, the more kind of uh voodoo future, like future telling <laughs> yeah. stuff when you get into <laughs> yeah. these books. So, so as soon as Daniel interprets this dream, the King falls down in front of him is like, Oh my God. You're my new dude. My, my new dude. You're amazing. I'm promoting you and your friends. Uh, even though like he couldn't remember the dream. So yeah, like feels like good marketing. I Daniel, guess. Daniel just told a really right. good story. Yeah. He's like, that is terrific. That yeah. I mean, has I all, the, all the symbolism you want. Like, come on. And I think in the story, as he's telling the story, doesn't the king's like, yes, that's what I dreamed. That's that's it. Like he's supposedly remembering it, too. But again, 400 years later, who knows? Yeah, none of this is real. None of this is real. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do get a little like in this where I'm like trying to defend these things and like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. None of this is real. What's crazy is I, as I, as we're doing this podcast and I'm rereading all these stories and rereading, uh, like extra text. Yeah. Like none of this was written by the correct people. <laughs> no. Right. At the correct time. Job, Jonah, actually Job, Jonah, Esther, Daniel are some of the most like people consider written by not those people, mm-hmm. which is funny because that's like what we've done recently. <laughs> yeah, that's um, weird. Books that we'll never cover, like Jeremiah and Ezekiel, actually apparently written actually written during the correct time period. I mean, they are more boring. We will never talk about those books. <laughs> Probably not. You don't know how long we'll the series is going to go years. on. Hosea, yeah. yeah. Hosea will cover a little bit just because of the one Gomer story, but that's about I d- it. I just want to say Habakkuk. Oh, that's a good name. It's terrific. Also, another name that should like Nebuchadnezzar. Habakkuk, Abednego, all of these would be great names to to bring back. So people having kids. So Adam, these are our suggestions. Yeah. What's next? So what does Nebuchadnezzar do after he's told this dream of a giant statue of himself? Oh, right. So Nebuchadnezzar's reaction to this is, I know what I'll do. I will just build a giant statue made entirely of gold, meaning Perfect. nothing's ever going to happen to me. I'm going to reign forever. Yep. Fuck you all. Yeah. So, so impressed by the dream and the interpretation. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't believe it at all. Right. I will like make fate work for me. Uh, he does this. I will Marty McFly this shit. Marty, yes, Marty McFly <laughs> the shit completely. Uh, he then uh, decides that he wants everybody in Babylon to bow down to it uh, because it's now the golden God that is their future. And uh, Daniel's like, man, I told you this, like, this is prophecy. I can't mess with this. I didn't tell you this to change things, which you know, parenthetical here, he may very well have told him that to change things. But regardless, he, which is funny because it's another uh, bit of Asimov and Bradbury where by observing you change. Exactly. So oh, da- that is weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, Daniel, by telling him it, he uh-huh. might, he is changing the future. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so he, uh, Daniel ends up being the one person who doesn't bow down. So like, there's a giant okay, thing. Okay. Am I jumping forward? So Daniel's actually not in this chapter at all. Oh fuck. It's not him. It's, it's Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego for some reason. Dan- oh my God. It's all like Daniel, 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 Daniel's gone. No explanation sure. whatsoever. Daniel's on vacation in the Bahamas and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego are the ones who were like, no, 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 no. Daniel told the, told us that this is not the thing. Plus we're uh, Jewish. We're not going to bow down to your false God. Mm-hmm. There you go. Back on track. Wow. Like I said, this has been a minute. Sure. I'm just like putting things. So, uh, I believe that the furnace was from the, it was the forge that was melting the, the, the metals. I think that's childhood stories. It, it just says it. that 
it's basically used as the stick. It's either okay. you, it's you bow down or we throw, throw you, you into this ah, giant got it. fiery okay. furnace. Uh, and they said, no, nah, we're not going to do it. We're going to stick to our, stick to our guns. And, uh, so I'm going to read this little part because, um, don't, don't read the quote. No, no, no. Okay. This is one of those things that they, in this chapter, uh, they keep repeating the same phrase over and over. It's in <laughs> there four times. You got to say what you're going to say, oh say it, God. and then say what you just said. It's so fucking annoying um, because it's also long uh, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, and you shall symphony. fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Why would they listen they to say each they individual list, instrument? And then when symphony. you hear the music, they list each instrument. Three or four times. I mean, maybe in they're the in same order. Maybe they're in order. It's like it's like Peter and the Wolf, clunky. and they're like maybe it's like Peter it's and the so, Wolf. Like they're so just clunky. doing these like little interstitials. Like I'm telling you, this book was just painful to read. It also jumps into the first person in like a chapter. What? Yeah, you can't do that from Nebuchadnezzar's point of view. That's some avant-garde shit. It's uncomfortable to read. Anyway, so so the horn flute. Harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music play. They kind of got like a little lazy there at the end. <laughs> and then all, all kinds of yeah, music. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, everybody bows down except for these three dudes who are standing going, ha, sorry, no. And uh, I think they give him another chance. Yeah. So they, he goes like, we're going to do it again. We're going again, people. The horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music. Uh-huh. And the three guys are still standing. Uh-huh. And so King's like, oh, I mean, I know you guys are my, my veggie people <laughs> and you're the, the unblemished, beautiful uh, Hebrew people that we brought. But uh, I, I got to I got to throw it in the furnace and they throw him into the fiery furnace. First, they heat it seven times hotter. Oh, right. They, they, uh, Which is probably impossible. Yes, that is like given that. So Alan and I tried to make uh, a wood fire oven or we did work on a wood fire oven this weekend. And Alan was like struggling just to get the temperature up to like it would be. You're right. It's impossible to take make it seven times hotter. Yeah. So they tried it. They make it seven times hotter, 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 hotter. And do they do it again? Do they give them three chances or just two? No. OK. And then they throw them in. Uh huh. And they get that thing up to people burn in temperature, people burn in temperature and they throw them into it. Here, here's the thing. Like, this is another one of those like cartoon things that we watch. Uh-huh. I actually think, yeah, how gonna, do you, I how think do you going to nail this part? How do you handle this in a cartoon? So they would put them in there and then the fire would then come out, which knowing now how like furnaces work, that's not how furnaces work. Like they would have had to have made this right. whole thing. There's, oh, no, there's like a gust of flame, right? And there'll be like, there was a chamber that they were like walked into. Oh, and, yeah, then, no, and then all of the like, then not, the heat like hit it. Right. It's like, no, the, the and whatever. Anyway, because the fire was so hot that the people who threw them threw in, them in die. die. Yeah. So like wow. the guards that throw them into die from just from being too close to fire. Mm-hmm. And they're just like hanging out there, not burning. Uh, and the I don't remember if Nebuchadnezzar says it or one of his uh, aides says it. OK, Nebuchadnezzar goes like it's like the three of them are not burning. And now there's a fourth one. And the fourth one looks like the son of God verbatim. <laughs> like, I love that that like that more than anything should have tipped me off that this was like a forced story the fact that it's like the son of God it's uncomfortably poorly written because a how do you know what like why would you just say he looks like a deity uh-huh. he's right. shiny yeah right like how do you know what a God looks like and second of all the son of God not God there are His a lot, a right, lot right. of people go back whether this was like an angel an archangel Jesus 
an apparition based on heat waves. Not real entirely. None of this is real. Anyway, they, uh, after a certain length of time and they're not burning, Nebuchadnezzar like calls them back out. And uh, he goes, and it's essentially like a quick, I love it. Yeah, like, all right. All right. He, he does. He goes down. You there proved your the, point. And he, he goes down there and come calls out. him out by name. Oh yeah. Shadrach. Oh, it is Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego come forth. Servants of the most high God come out and come here. Doesn't, isn't he a little bit disappointed that the fourth one doesn't come out? It doesn't say that. Okay. That might've been a, a like an does he not call thing. the fourth person out? He does not. Hmm. He's still in there. Okay. I'm just leave Jesus up in there. RIP. <laughs> So maybe the first coming of Jesus was actually the second coming of Jesus because he burnt up in the. Never mind. Um, anyway, uh, they th- they three come out. Nebuchadnezzar basically pardons them and goes like, "I was wrong. Uh, apparently, my kingdom is going to be taken over by the Persians." Oh, sure. I mean, he was so impressed that they weren't burned or even smelled like smoke. <laughs> oh, that's right. They don't even smell like smoke. Which I will say. Let me get a good whiff of you. Nothing. <laughs> having having been barbecuing, That's running true. a smoker, wood fire oven the last few weekends, you I, smell I smelled smoke. really smoky. Yeah, everybody um, did. Some this. other dudes just burned up right next to them. Yes, that would smell awful. Yes, he was so or amazing. He was so impressed <laughs> that he basically said, "Anyone who speaks poorly of these three dudes shall be this is his this is go to." cut into pieces and their houses be made to ash. Yeah, he needs to come up with some, some other like that's so what he, he says about he everyone. Came up with the, like fiery furnace like on the fly. He needs to stick with more of his improv like anything. He well, plans. the furnace didn't work. So that's going true. back to the that's planet true. fire is not working. <laughs> Chop yeah. them up cubed and mm-hmm. ashed. Yeah. So that's I mean, that's Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and the fiery furnace and not Daniel for some reason. Yeah, not Daniel, even though he's the titular character. I, can't re- believe that I actually. It did. also just doesn't say why Daniel's not there. You know, vacation. See the fourth person, just like for a visit, just like popping in. Yeah. Hey guys, what you doing? This is hot. <laughs> so I, I will say the story goes on. There's a lot more in the book of Daniel, um, but it it starts to get a little weird after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that sounds like a great place to wrap it up. So we'll take a break here on the King James Virgin. And we're back here on the King James Virgin. Yeah. So after this, it, it really, there's more dreams. There's uh, like four more Kings. There's more Kings. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, each of the following stories, there's three or four more stories. You, you get a new King. Wait, do we story. get to the Medes of the Medes and the Persians at this point? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Well, not yet. But I mean, they're coming, but they're coming. So Daniel like goes all the way through multiple. Like you, you got a story with Nebuchadnezzar. You got a story with Nebuchadnezzar's son. And then we got the Medes and the Persians. Nebuchadnezzar. No, it's it's like a, it's another like a Belteshazzar or something. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a bee. Cool. It's a, it's a bell because Bell was one of their main gods. So bell, oh. bells in a lot of that makes names. more sense. Well, it sounds like we got a two parter on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. More like a two and a half parter. But okay. that that half is going to be down the road. Okay. Whenever I I'm terrified of the revelation. We'll get to we'll get to part two next week. Yep. And then we'll get to part two B a year from now. It's going to be like a full Daniel revelation. I think. Yeah. It's whenever that might I, be a series. <laughs> I need like a vacation from life to do a lot of heavy reading. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Maybe that'll yeah. be like season two's like kick, kick off like the, the pilot or not pilot, but what's the, I'm just going to keep putting it off. We're going to go into minor prophets, B characters, <laughs> you get to Habakkuk, C storylines. <laughs> Once we start talking about Habakkuk, then you can like actually yeah. get to it. Uh, well, 
yeah let's call it then uh we'll see you next week for part two yeah and thank you so much for listening you guys uh you can keep up with us on both twitter and instagram at kjv pod uh we're posting a few times a week uh with different stuff and maybe even some uh giveaways so you should check that out um also please check out our patreon um we're we just recorded last week a few uh pieces of behind the scenes footage and some uh, bonus content so that's also there as well uh thanks to mascaras and resurrection records for the use of our theme song kicksadi off the album el moran and this week's resurrection records artist is the love dimension which was actually one of the uh runners up for our theme song <laughs> but uh we went with kicksadi because take that love dimension yeah no we, we, god damn our, our i love our theme song though it's so good it's the best. Uh, yeah, you can find links to this song, all the songs that we have we have on our website, uh, kingjamesvirgin.com. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, until next week, get your furnace seven times hotter.
by Sonic Bazaar.